I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder. If you'd like to learn more about Grow Your Occupancy, you can find us on growyouroccupancy.com. And if you enjoy our podcasts, please hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube, and that will help others find us. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Robbie Veloshin to the show. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Julie. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look, we're matching. I know. Isn't that funny? Great minds think alike. I, I guess, I, right? They do. And you are calling in from New, New Jersey. Jersey. How are things in New Jersey today? Uh, cold and rainy today. It's pretty yuck outside. Yeah, it's about well, it, the weather. There's like a really bad storm coming through. Yeah, um, yeah. Luckily, I don't think we're going to get it as bad as like maybe Texas and mm. ice storms and all that. It's just luckily we're just having rain, but it's pretty. Yeah. All right. A good day to stay in. Today's the last day of the month and in sales. Uh, we really hustle the last day of the month. So I appreciate you jumping on. And Robbie, Robbie is the VP of Marketing and Communications at United Methodist Communities. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about what you do there and a little bit about UMC. Okay, um, UMC, United Methodist Communities, um, has been in existence since 1907. Uh, continuous existence. Yeah, we're located statewide in New Jersey. Um, one CCRC three full um, continuum, AL, memory, nursing, five affordable housing, and a home care division. Um, you know, we're a faith-based nonprofit organization with a mission of compassionately serving in community so all are free to choose abundant life. So yeah. I started, oh. No, no, I was going to say you've been there. So you've been serving with them for a long I, time. I have. I started in 2006 as the corporate director of marketing. It was just me. At the time, I was the first one. They had never had that position. And in those, how, what is that, like 17 years now? Holy That's cow, 17 good. years. Yeah, something um, like that. You know, the the marketing sales, as we'll talk about, and communication role has has gotten um, expanded and much more complex. Mm -hmm. sure yeah, we'll as has our business, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Robbie, uh, I, many reasons I wanted to chat with you today, but one in particular, you mentioned you started your role in 2006. You and I met in 2009, and we know what was happening back in that time was the Great yeah. Recession, and you engaged in uh, you know training and coaching, and really, you know, these are tough. Those are very, very tough times. As mm -hmm. they're tough times now, and you come to mind so often because. I've said before in other podcasts and webinars that this time that we're going through now is reminds me so much of, because it's so difficult, right? It reminds me so much of the mindset and the challenges of the Great Recession and the, the companies and the teams that really, really dug, dug, dug deep into, you know, that that's with that sales and occupancy focus in spite of or because of the hard times. 
you know, main, we're able to maintain and in some cases even gain occupancy. And your group was one of those. So I wanted to just ask you, Robbie, for those listening, feeling really stressed about the, the year coming up, you know, what did you all do back during the recession that, that uh, kept you in the game? Yeah, well, um, I want to start with, um, I think everybody's really stressed about now, you know, including us, we're really stressed then as well. Um, I know I'm going to sound like I'm 100 years old, but it, I feel like it was a simpler time back then. Um, you know, it didn't take as many touches mm. to convert residents, you know, it leads to residents. But in spite of that, we focused on a few things. We never cut back on marketing. And I looked back before we talked today, our, our inquiries and our leads never dipped during that time. So we were able to, you know, maintain and depending on the building, slightly grow occupancy, just depends by really focusing on the basics. At that time, it was call outs, call outs, call outs, you know, as it is now, but call outs, call outs, call outs. We always, I feel it's important to invest in sales training every single year. People need to refresh their skills. I don't, you know, people say, um, or you hear the phrase, people are born salespeople. Maybe some people are, but it's a skill you need to hone and learn and keep sharp. So um, we invested in training, we invested in coaching and just really focus on getting back to those basics. Um, as it is then, you know, one of the similarities between, between then and now, this is a people business that hasn't changed. That's always gonna be how it is. So it's all about connections and building relationships. And that's what we focused on. So when you said the basics, you mentioned calls. I, what, what a, when, when you got down to basics, what kind of changes that you honed in? Can you tell us some more about that? Yeah, sure. So of course it was calls. It was making connections with people. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, tours, not, you know, some people may do um, a tour with a preset um, path. Sure. That's not exactly the right word, but it's really honing the discovery on what's most important to the prospect. You know, like, like just simple things. If they love to read, make sure that they see that library. If they love to cook and, you know, in our buildings that are not CCRCs, those apartments don't have kitchens, but we have um, maybe a kitchen in a community life space. Make sure they see that, you right. know, highlight the lifestyle that they can have in your building with focusing on what's important to them. And that's what we really, really focused on. Yeah. Well, you know, the simple, I, I love Robbie, you're saying that it, because it's doable, right? It's doable. We can't control, you know, the economy. We can't control uh, the COVID uh, flu season and things like that. We can control what we do. Right. And your, um, your focus in and, and just reinforcing the simple thing, simple isn't always easy though, right? But just making sure that you're getting your activity, the the, the whatever based on the conversions mm -hmm. from what, what I'm hearing you say, then enough activity, enough tours and forget the tour path. Let's do the, let's do the customer visit. Yes, the customer, 
you know, they talk, we talk about a customer journey, right? And that can be a number of things. Yeah. Customer journey is this big, but when they're in your building, focusing on seeing it for the first time, it's this big. So make sure they're seeing what's important to them. Yeah. And know yeah. they can have the lifestyle that's important to them. So you uh, you mentioned that we're in a people business, which we are, and that's never going to change. Nope. But you mentioned something that has, and I would agree with you, Robbie, and that is the number of touches needed, the number, the amount of time needed with each customer, with each family before mm-hmm. the, from inquiry to move in. How has that impacted your, your, you know, your sales and marketing team? And, and what are you buckling down on for 2023 to, to maintain and gain occupancy? Yeah. So we're in uh, the same boat as many other people, you know, needing to, to climb back. Right. Uh Um, so, so the first thing we have is an all hands on deck mentality going on from our, we have a new CEO from, so from the CEO all the way through the organization, it's all hands on deck. And what that means is EDs talk about census with their teams at every team meeting. We have, you know, I work for our home office or corporate office, we call our home office. So we talk about it at home office meetings. We, it's focus, focus, focus. That and staffing right now, like everybody else, right? Census and staffing, but it's an all hands on deck approach. With the sales teams, we just completed some training, which is still ongoing with you and your team, Julie, which I think has been fabulous. But there's really two things we need to focus on. One is the tour is the linchpin to everything. People are not going to come in until you can get them into your building to see it. You know, you know, if we go back to college days when you're looking for colleges with your kids, I would never think of sending them, or I'm sure they would never think of going to somewhere they haven't seen yet. This is the same thing. Tour is the linchpin to the process. The other one, because there's so many touches needed, maybe 20 to 25, I think the last stat I saw per move-in, depending on the type of community, is not giving up the lead too early. Continue to reach out, and reach out has become, complex might not be the right word, but different. calls, uh, emails, and texts. If you want to communicate with me, please text me. That's the way I prefer to communicate. So I hear I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I love a text. I love yeah, a text. I do too. I my do husband too. always says, you know, I'll text with my daughter and he'll say, why don't you just call her? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm texting. It's all good. <laughs> I know. And, and you're, you were right. I, it's uh, the, you know, kind of the joke of, uh, you know, the comedians on stage saying, you know, look, look at this thing. Okay. You guys guess what we used to do on, you know, we used yeah. to talk to people. We used to pick yeah, it up to our ear and hold it there. I, crazy <laughs> craziness. But, you know, in, in, I, that in, um, I would say, you know, we were, that's how we adapt, right? We adapt to how do people communicate? It does right. give us, we're still a people business. We're high touch. We do need to speak to people, but our, we, we've become adept at, the text as a mode of communication yeah. that's that's very personal can be very personal I mean, my mm-hmm. daughter's in college and we text you know not every day but pretty and i you know i feel like we're you know we're just staying right up with one another yeah. um, and that so now that we have that technology you know and in personalized videos and and all these things we those 25 touches which is 
you, you can't give up. You can't give up after seven touches, right? No. We, you know, we have a, a more tools in the toolbox to mix it up, you know, with and, and with content and inviting them in and, and, and home visits and all that. Yeah. You know, I love what you said about video and content. Yeah. Um, those are such important touches to personalize a video, you know, even after a tour, instead of a thank you phone call, send a thank you video. You know, it was so good to meet you know, you, Mary, and your mother, Mary too. And, um, you know, you know, just some small personalized message and content relevant to what they're looking for. We have a pretty robust blogs on our website. Teams can go in, select blogs or articles to send. So content and video are not other important tools that salespeople need in their toolbox for sure. That's great. That's great. And, and, you know, you mentioned, and I know you do, because we've known each other for uh, 15 years or so that, you know, you, it, it, training isn't a one and done thing, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe training isn't the right word because we, we know how to, or, you know, do the basics, but are we, and then because it's a complex sale or not complex logistically, but uh, skill set wise, it's yeah. that reinforcement and, and motivation. How do you keep your teams um, tapped into their own motivation to keep going, especially in harder times? Um, it's a really good question. I mean, it's, you know, I think presently um, we're all probably suffering from some level of COVID burnout. Um, everything got much harder in senior living communities, right? So, you know, a lot of positive reinforcement. I look at bringing in training for the teams. I I don't expect, and I think you're right about not calling it training. I'm not expecting um, tons of change. People are doing a lot of the good things. You know, Julie, when we talked, you talked about micro change, which I love. If you can pick up one little difference or one little skill that helps you convert people, it's worth the time. And I look at training or whatever we're going to call it as an investment in the success of the team. Um, I think they have to know that you have their back, right? Things are tough. They're under huge amounts of pressure. So you have their back. Um, Training is an investment. I'm not saying you're not good at what you do. You're all great at what you do. You wouldn't be here, but everybody can get better and grow. Um, and we're all in this together. If we approach this like a team and we all have each other's backs, we're gonna we're gonna move ahead. I love it. And I would think, I know I, I personally, if someone's investing in me, that I would feel valued, a valued member. And I know you've got some very long tenured professionals, mm-hmm. certainly in your organization, but on your sales teams. We do. We yeah. really do. That's great. That's yeah. great. Well, Robbie, thank you so much. If you want to learn more about United Methodist Communities or you'd like to maybe uh, contact Robbie, how is the best way to do that? Um, So I'm on LinkedIn. So anybody can reach out on LinkedIn. Our website is umcommunities.org if you want to learn more about the organization. Um, Yeah. Thank you, Robbie, so much. And thank you all for listening to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. Thanks, Julie. Thank you, Robbie.